Evernote has become one of those key tools for us. We wanted to write a book for other people who are working not always at a desk, but maybe in the coffee shop or the airport or a client office, and they needed a way to organize their work and have it look really seamless. Welcome to another episode of Write of Your Life, where life happens and life storytelling transforms it. Our show is brought to you by lifestorytelling.com. And guess what? You don't have to be a writer to write your life stories. Lifestorytelling.com will teach you how. If you've been through hell and lived to tell about it, or your family skeletons are poking out of the closet, you'll want to check it out at lifestorytelling.com. Our special guest today is Christy Willis. Christy is a freelance writer, technology consultant, and author of the book Untethered with Evernote. She helps others discover the power of Evernote through her work as an Evernote business certified consultant and ambassador. As much as Christy loves technology, she's equally passionate about the culinary world. And you can follow her writing on her blog, Christy's Farm to Table, and in Edible Austin, Austin Woman, and Culture Map Austin magazines. Christy, we're glad you're here. Thank you, Stacy. I'm excited to be here. As Stacy mentioned, I am an Evernote ambassador. I'm also an Evernote business certified consultant. And those are not paid roles, but roles where Evernote has put me through some rigorous training and said that I know what I'm talking about. So that's good. Yay. And I'm also a writer, uh, as well as I write about food and wine. So I have a blog called Christie's Farm to Table. And I write for several local magazines as a freelancer. Exciting. Yeah. And I'm bringing Christy on because Evernote is one of those tools for the Life Story Toolbox that we could, if we used it right, help organize and just help our writing in a lot of different ways. So we're going to explore that here. But first of all, talk first about what Evernote is, and then how did you get to become an Evernote ambassador? Evernote is a, and it's very basic format, is what I would call a note-taking software. But it can really be much more than that. And Evernote actually calls it a workspace now. It's a virtual workspace. And Mm. so you think about all those little bits of paper that you have or those articles that you've read that you're like, ooh, that's really interesting, and you need a place to organize those. And Evernote can be that place for you. What's different from Evernote than something like Dropbox or Google Drive, which is storing files, is this lets you store those things that aren't really documents. Uh, read about Evernote in Wired Magazine probably more a little over seven years ago. And I thought that it would be a great way to organize my recipes because I've always loved to cook. And I had my recipes shoved in all of these paper notebooks and I couldn't find anything. And I was like, well, I could scan my recipes into Evernote and then I'll be able to search it and find what I need. And so just over the course of a football season, I would sit there and watch football and scan in recipes and get it all organized. And once I did that, I was so excited that I started using it for other things. And gosh, I don't even know how long ago it was, maybe four years ago, uh, Evernote opened an office in Austin. And one of my friends knew how much I loved the tool. And she said, you should go to their open house. (laughs) (laughs) And the CEO, Phil Liban, was there. And he talked about their ambassador program. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but I want to be one. Right. 
So then I signed up. Very cool. So yeah. what do you do as an ambassador? You know, it's just kind of a raving fan sort of thing. But, you know, when they need someone for an interview to talk about Evernote and how they use it, they use us as kind of stash of people who can speak to those things. Right. I've spoken at the conference a couple of times. So you have already written a book about Evernote. Yes, it's called Untethered with Evernote. Untethered with Evernote. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Tell us all about the book. What What is it all about? Sure. My co-author, Stacey Harmon, and I are both independent business owners. And Evernote has become one of those key tools for us. And we wanted to write a book for other people who are working not always at a desk, maybe, but maybe <laughs> um, in the coffee shop or the airport or a client office, and they needed a way to organize their work and have it look really seamless. Is this a great solution for someone who has one of those computers that doesn't have a lot of storage? It's just mostly for online. And then Evernote is a solution for that, for storage? So you can have um, your Evernote set up so that it's all cloud-based. But I, for example, keep a local copy on my hard drive for those times that I'm not connected to the internet. So if I am on an airplane or the Wi-Fi is bad, I can still get into all my notes. Right. Um, but the notes are small. They don't take a ton of room. It's not like some of your kind of big documents that you would have. So now you can attach documents to it, but a lot of the notes are just quick text notes that are fairly small. Right. Now I'm going to admit something. This is rather embarrassing, but I I purchased Evernote Premium, mm -hmm. and I've been a, an Evernote Premium member for at least three years now. Great. But the only way I use it, because I haven't figured it out yet, I need to get your book, whenever I get a receipt in my email, mm -hmm. I can email it to my Evernote account, and it yep. automatically files it there for tax receipts. At tax time every year, I pull up Evernote, and I get all the receipts right there, and I do Perfect. my taxes. But I don't use it for writing at all. So <laughs> help me explore what else I can do with Evernote that I just don't know how to do yet or don't know I can do yet. Sure. So there are so many different ways that you can use it. And you're, the way that you are using it is one of my favorite ways to use it, which is to organize receipts. Because I know when I started my small business, I had absolutely no idea how many receipts were coming going to come into my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I do use it for all my writing. And there are a variety of different ways that I do that. One is I use it as a place to sort of sketch out my unformed ideas. So if I have a thought about a story I might want to write, I'll use Evernote as that place to capture those barely formed ideas and sort of scratch it out until it's something more substantial. Mm -hmm. I also use it to do all of my research. So for example, I'm writing a story right now for Austin Woman magazine, and I needed to do some background research on the chefs. So I went and searched on the internet. And Evernote has a tool called the Web Clipper that puts an extension in your browser. And whenever I'm on a, pay a website page that I want to save, I can just click the little Evernote icon and it will save that article to my Evernote. And so all of my research is in there, which is great. Oh, very cool. I do a yeah. lot of web surfing and then go down rabbit trails. And then, mm -hmm. then I can't f remember what, you know, I, I hit, you know, star favorite. And then I, you know, try to find them later on. So oh, yeah. can you tag those like this is for this particular article or this is for this piece of research? Yep. You can change the subject. You can add a tag. You can say which notebook you want it to go in. 
Uh, you can add your own notes to the notes, so it'll put it above the article. So that's something I use. I bet I clip something almost every single day. <laughs> really? Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I use it a lot for research. That's also one of the ways that I got all those recipes in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also use it to record my interviews. So Evernote, you can create an audio note. There's a little microphone when you create a note. Uh-huh. And I record my interviews with people. And then I will go back and transcribe from that recording. But it saves it as a WAV file. And I can forward the file to somebody if I need to. Wow. Um, there are a couple of times that editors were like, did that person really say that? And I'm like, Yep, listen to this. It's at minute 202. (laughs) That's cool. So we could potentially be recording this interview here on Evernote, right? Yes, you could. Is the call quality the is the call quality the same? Yeah, so you're gonna you're going to have the same recording quality you would for your computer. You're not gonna have a lot of fine tuning abilities. Mm -hmm. So depending like I know there are some very fancy tools that let you change the quality of what's being recorded. So it's it's going to be a pretty basic recording, mm-hmm. um, but it, I find it to be really helpful. I'm imagining folks who are interviewing family members, if they're going to do, you know, family history or try to capture some of those and they can organize that and keep some of those audio files. And man, this, this could be really cool because those audio files can be preserved for ages, right? Yep. To pass down to generations. And you can hear grandma and grandpa telling that story. Yep, exactly, exactly. And I actually did that with my aunt. I took some pictures that I'd found that I didn't know what they were. And so as she was describing them, I recorded it so that when I went back and tried to put them in context with the other family photos, I would have that recording and wouldn't forget. And so you take photos, how do you get photos onto Evernote? Well, there's a variety of different ways. One is So Evernote is not just for your computer, it's available on all mobile devices. So regardless of what type of phone you have, as long as it's a smartphone, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can add the Evernote app and then you can take pictures with that app to add things. So for example, if you didn't have an email of the receipt, but you had a physical receipt, you could take a picture of it um, and add it to your receipt notebook. Um, you can also scan photos in. So, and they will scan in as a picture. And so that is something that I do as well. So my mom, she just went completely paperless a yes. couple of years ago. And and my mom and dad just decided to sell their house and travel around in an RV. So, But she had to figure out something to do with all of those photos that she had. Mm-hmm. She had all the family history photos. And so she scanned them all in and now they're in her computer just sitting there. But she could put them into Evernote and sort them and organize them, right? Yep. And she could add details about the photos into the notes. And then she could share the notebooks with other people in the family. So she could share it with all of us kids. Mm -hmm. And we could all go in there and look at them at the same time. That's really neat. Mm -hmm. And then plus record. Like, could I record something about a photo that's on her Evernote? Yep. As long as she she shares it it with you. So. As long as she shares it with you, you could both make changes to the note. Wow, that's fabulous. This is exciting. This is exciting. It is. (laughs) (laughs) We've explored some of that family history and people who want to, you know, pass down things for generations. What about writers who want to write a book or an article? And, you know, we've talked a little bit about research, but how would you organize a book or your writing about that or free write on Evernote? Sure. Well, I'm working on a cookbook right now. And Mm -hmm. so we 
organized it so that all of the planning notes for the book are in a fold in a notebook. And then we took the recipes and put them in a different notebook. And the reason we did that is I might want to share the recipes with recipe testers, but they don't need to see all the project plans. Mm -hmm. And but my assistant and my photographer and I want to be able to see the project plans as well as the recipes. So I can designate who has access to what notebooks and who can make changes to what. Neat. Now, if I were driving and I had an idea about, you know, you get those ideas like Mm -hmm. sometimes in the middle of the night or sometimes when you're driving, you're like, I just have to get that down. Is there a way to get that into Evernote without stopping and opening up Evernote and (laughs) trying to type? (laughs) You can, um, depending on which phone you have on the iPhone and the Android, There's a way to create quick shortcuts for Evernote, and one of those lets you do an audio note. So you could record yourself, kind Mm -hmm. of take a little dictation for yourself instead of having to stop and pull over and type in a note. Okay, so you can hit play or record and just talk into your phone and it automatically goes to Evernote? Well, you would have to use the Evernote widget. It's a little button that you can right. add the okay. shortcuts on your phone. So if I open up the widget and then talk and then it goes mm-hmm. to there. Okay, neat. And you can collaborate. Mm-hmm. What else can it do? Oh my gosh, so many things. <laughs> <laughs> For me, what I always, it could be a little overwhelming to people. They're like, it could do so many different things. And so what I always recommend is find a problem that you need to solve. So for example, The very first article I ever did for somebody else was for Edible Austin Magazine. And I did all my interviews and voice memos on my phone, but then they were too big to get off my phone. And I was so frustrated. I was like, okay, I clearly need a different solution for this. I was like, oh, wait, Evernote has audio notes. Okay, I need to solve this problem. This is how I would do that. And I tested to make sure I could get the files out, the recordings out, and send them to an editor if I needed to. And so I just went through and said, okay, I have this problem. Can Evernote help me solve it? And there will be times that it can't because, you know, it's not everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but, But that's what I recommend for people. So if you feel like your book research or article research is just sort of strewn everywhere, then great. How could you use Evernote to organize that, centralize it, and you be able to find things more easily. Right. So I always kind of recommend figuring out where's your point of pain and then how could Evernote fix that for you? And it's amazing. Now, is there a place where people can get tons of different ideas? Yeah, actually on the Evernote blog, they give all different kinds of ideas about how you might use it in different aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what the ambassadors were for as well. But I'm Gosh, they'll have things up there. And I was like, I never would have thought of that. Like at the last conference, somebody was showing how they were using Evernote to keep up with all the stock photos they had. And they were using tags, which are like keywords to be able to pull those photos quickly. And I was like, well, that's a brilliant idea. I have stock photos all over my computer. (laughs) I do too. I'm going to do that right after we hang up. So, but what the part of the power of Evernote is that the search is really great and it searches not just the title of a note, but any of the tags or keywords that you assign to it, the contents of a note. If you have taken a picture of something that has a word in it, it's, it finds that word. No way. The, yeah. <laughs> yep. And so just that search is so much more powerful than anything else I've used. That's why my mantra is just get it into Evernote and I'll be able to find it again as long as somewhere, it's somewhere, somehow, right. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, let's go back to the basics. Evernote is an online and cloud resource mm -hmm. that is my personal space in the cloud, unless I choose to share pieces of it, but it's made up of notebooks, right? And I can have a notebook for each subject or yes. piece of work that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. And then the notebook has, is it folders inside or? or? No, so you have notes. So that's your notes, individual okay. note, like a page in a notebook. Uh -huh. And then you have notebooks. And depending on which level of membership you have, there will be a limit to the number of notebooks you have. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty big. So you'll be in good shape. <laughs> right, right. So you have notes and you have notebooks. And within a note, it can have the title, the text, it can hold graphics, can format the text that's in it. You can attach documents. So you could attach a PDF or you could attach a Microsoft Office document or a picture. Then you can also assign keywords or tags. So the uh, one thing I really love about it, the, the, when I've explored it a little bit early on, is that I can quickly just take one and drag it from one notebook to the other. Yes. I loved that because I didn't have to redo anything. It was just quick drag and drop from one notebook to the other. The other neat thing is you can have all these different mediums exist together in one note, correct? You can have a picture yeah. and an audio mm -hmm. file and, and a PDF document and text and a Word document, etc. all in one note, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. I think we should mention that there's a basic sign up where you can sign up and it's totally free. Yep. And I was actually a basic user for a long time. Yeah. And then they've just added a plus level, which has a few more benefits to it. Mm -hmm. Although for me, I use emailing things into Evernote quite a bit. And in order to have that now, you do have to be a premium member. But okay. for me, getting things out of my email and into Evernote, which is easier to search, is really important. So I right. typically recommend to people... I think it's $50 a year now for premium. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's worth every penny. Well, for a whole year and you get yeah. all the premium features, that's great. And they, so the, there's a basic, which is free, the plus, mm -hmm. which is $24.99, yes. and then the premium, which is, it says $49.99 per yeah. year. And that's worth it. I it, To be able to have, with the premium, you have the emailing into Evernote, which is really powerful. And then you also get unlimited storage. So for $50 a year, you're not having to worry about, am I going to run out of space? Mm -hmm. The nice thing also is that this does sync between, let's say I'm working on a document on my computer and then I leave somewhere and I want to look at it on my phone. I can do that or my tablet. Any device that you have or share with, it syncs to it, correct? Absolutely. So you can have it on your desktop. You can use it on the web and you can have it on your phone and your tablet. So I actually have four devices and it's synced across all of them. So no matter what computer, phone, tablet I'm using, it's there. Even within Evernote, there are some really neat things like Sketch and some things that people design to be used with Evernote that are also free. Yes, Probably my two favorite tools are Skitch, which you mentioned, and Scannable. So Skitch is a tool that lets you do screenshots and mark up images and PDFs. So for example, since I do technology consulting and writing, I do a lot of screenshots. Uh -huh. And I want to be able to mark those up so I can add arrows, I can add text, you name it. 
And you can also take a picture that you already have and mark it up. For example, Stacy, my co-author, works a lot with realtors and they use it to mark up photos of the houses that they are showing. So it's a really nice tool and you can use it on your desktop or you can use it on your tablet or phone. Okay. And you can synchronize it so everything that you do in Sketch saves in Evernote. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. And that's really nice. I don't want to have to think about it. I just want it to automatically go there. Yes. So when I write, I tend to take for an article, I would do it in Word. I'll draft it in Evernote and then I'll move it to Word to format it, do my mm-hmm. word count, all that kind of stuff for the editor. Right. Okay. And then, you know, the same thing with the book. We kind of draft it in Evernote and then we moved it into InDesign when it was ready. I love the sharing part of it. That's really neat because let's say you're in a collaborative writing group and you want to share amongst yourselves some of the writing pre-work or something. You can use it that way. Yeah, no, it's a really great way to be able to collaborate. It's fantastic. And if you and I were both in a note editing, we would see an icon for the other person and that, that they're making changes as well or that they're in the note as well. So we'll know not to step on each other's toes. Okay, is there anything else we need to know about Evernote? The one other thing that I would mention is that I just touched on earlier. In addition to Sketch, there's an app called Scannable. I believe right now it's just on the iPhone and iPad, but an Android version should be out soon if if it hasn't come out already. Okay. And this allows you from your phone to take a picture of paper and have it scan like you had fed it through a scanner. Oh, It's that level of quality. So it doesn't look like a picture of the piece of paper. It looks like you scanned it in. Really? And it will allow you to sync to Evernote, but you also can share that. You can email that scan to someone else. So it's not Evernote specific necessarily, but it will allow you to sync it to Evernote. And that, for me, has been a really powerful tool. I use it mostly for receipts, but I also, since I do food writing, I might go to a special dinner or a restaurant, and instead of having to take the paper menu home with me, I can scan it using Scannable on the spot. Oh, there you go. So for somebody who might be doing family history types of things, they could scan documents with their phone at the place they're doing research instead Mm -hmm. of having to pay to have copies made or something. Right. Well, this has been fabulous. I love Evernote, and my goal is to use it more effectively. (laughs) So you're doing a great job with your receipt tracking. And Mm -hmm. so I would just think about what's that next thing that I want to tackle with Evernote. And then once you figure that out, you'll find the next one and the next one, but just one step at a time. Right. What's what's my pain point right now? And how can Evernote help? And I can go to the blog, blog blog.evernote.com. And also on our Untethered with Evernote site, We have a number of tips and things there, as well as if you go to YouTube and you look for Untethered with Evernote, we have Google Hangouts that we record every month and we walk you through a different skill. Nice. And then we do them monthly so you can check out our website for the schedule. We will have links to all of those in the show notes for anyone who wants to jump on Evernote and begin using it. Excellent. Tell us your food blog so we can check that out as well. It is Christie's Farm to Table. With it, K-R-I-S-T-I. That's me. And we'll definitely put that in the show notes as well because we know that was made with Evernote. (laughs) Yes, everything is made with Evernote. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you, Stacey, for having me.
Great information from Christy Willis and her show notes and links can be found at rightofyourlife.com slash Christy Willis. We have a free download for you there also entitled 21 Ways to Capture Family History. At the end of each episode, I peek into the Life Story Toolkit and share information on one particular tool that you might consider using if you're writing or would like to start writing about your life. The Life Story Toolkit is sponsored by lifestorytelling.com where you can find your life theme, discover where to start writing, and craft your life into a compelling story. This episode's Life Story Toolkit features the Headspace app. I'm a big fan of the Headspace app. I've heard lots of different times that meditating or mindfulness is helpful for your focus, your relaxation, and getting more things done. But I was never able to do it. This app is fabulous because it actually talks you through every time you use it. So it's a guided meditation and that helps make it very useful. There are various goals you can tell it to help you with, like health, performance, change, appreciation, creativity, happiness, self-esteem, anxiety, and lots more. A 10-session foundation course is free. To unlock the full Headspace journey and choose what you want to focus on, you can get an annual or a monthly subscription for as low as $7.99 per month. I encourage you to take 10 minutes each day to help you balance and focus your brain. Well, that's all we have for today. In our last episode, Elora Nicole talked about using storytelling as currency for human connection. So if you'd like to connect with more people, you might want to go back and have a listen. Next episode, we'll interview Ann Staley, who says someone once asked her if she was suicidal. She answered, I'm not suicidal, but I know why people commit suicide. Be sure to listen in as Ann shares her story of recovery from depression. If you like this podcast and find it valuable, Would you consider sponsoring the show? You can support it by sharing each episode on your social networks, and you can head over to our special page at patreon.com slash rightofyourlife and become a patron. Not only will you feel good knowing you're helping the show, but there are special perks for supporters. If 15 people provided $5 per episode, it would help us reach many more people who could benefit from writing about their lives. We love our listeners and would enjoy interacting with you on social media. We're on Pinterest, Facebook, and just about anywhere you can hold a great virtual conversation. My handle is Right of Your Life. This show is put together by consulting producer Nick Jaworski at podcastmonster.com and myself, Stacy Curtis. We hope that today you have the right of your life. <laughs>